Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. Right, week two. Um, this is the companion episode that goes with the guest episode of the week, which was with Laurel Holland. Um, and I just answered the questions in my own podcast guide. And so I thought I would share some of that with you. If you have not accessed the podcast guide yet, go to my website. AmandaStarkingsley.com. There's a banner on the top. You can access it there. Or you can go to my Instagram, Amanda Star Kingsley. There's a link in my link tree. Send me a message if you need to. But in this up in this episode today, I am referencing the podcast guide. The podcast guide is a new addition to um, Speaking Light into Abortion where I help you make this podcast your coach. I show you how to use this podcast, how I use tools like this to help me elevate and expand and just grow into a fuller version of myself. So I said last week that sometimes I'll answer these questions based on what I'm seeing in my, with my clients and my community, and then sometimes I'll answer them for myself. And I thought for sure that this week when I sat down to, to, to like work in the podcast guide myself that I would um, answer for more like to be the voice for all the people I talk to. But I ended up answering for me, probably based on a peer coaching call I had this um, this morning that kind of blew my mind, as it always does, um, with this particular coach. Um, we were talking through some stuff about privilege and money and um, our work as coaches. Anyway, I will share how that came into play in just a second. But the first question in this week's podcast guide was, um, identify what kinds of oppression impacted your decision to choose abortions. Because in the episode this week, we're ta- we talk about what kinds of oppressions Like, what are all the layers of oppression that affect how we function in the world? Um, Internal, external. And um, those effects obviously affect our ability to access abortion, but then also our ability to heal after. In the case of my abortion, which was now five years ago, five plus years ago, um, I'm a white woman. I live in Massachusetts, which is in the United States. It's a very liberal state. Uh, It's easy for me to access abortion, even post the overturn of Roe, which obviously, you know, Roe was still in place when when I, five years ago, but even post Roe, there's a lot of protection in my state for 
um, abortion rights. So I had a lot of privilege. I also had support. I was in a loving, supportive marriage. I have support for my family. Um, I wasn't at a, although part of my decision was financially based, I felt like um, adding another child to our family would be a big financial commitment. Um, we have a roof over our head, we have groceries, right? So I had a lot of privilege in making my decision. I think we can assume that that makes the decision easier in some ways, but that is not the case. It just makes the decision different, right? Because with my privilege, um, accessing abortion became a lot easier and then, um, the emotional struggle of it just had different flavors, right? Like, because, and this leads to where I did notice some internal oppression happening from learned, like, from socially, like, the social structure structures that I was raised in, right? But some oppression happening internally for me was the voice of, what you want is selfish, right? Like this, you choosing abortion is selfish. That I had to really wrestle with those, I'm just going to say the word demons. I That's not necessarily accurate, but it's the word that came to mind, right? Like I had to really wrestle with that thought, like, am I selfish? And if I am selfish, is that a bad thing? Is that wrong? Um, Along with that voice was like, you're supposed to, as a, I think this is learned as a woman, take what you're given. Or maybe, no, I think my want was more related to my gender, being socialized as a woman. What I want is selfish. And that, that I'm supposed to be selfless. I'm supposed to take what is given to me, which is this biology, right? Like this happenstance of a pregnancy. Um, that as a human, I should take what I am, I am given and I have gratitude for it and appreciate it. Um, so that felt like a voice that was holding me down in making my decision and even more so in healing afterwards. Um, there was also a voice that was like, you have to make it worth it. Like if you choose this, you have to make it, you have to prove it was right. You have to make it worth it. Awful voice. Um, another voice was like, what does this mean about you as a mother, right? Who are you as a mother? If you would choose, could, I actually just saw a real Jessica Valenti reel, um, kind of saying that in, anti-abortion rhetoric there's this like putting women into two camps you either are a baby person or you're an abortion person and the truth is most of us who choose abortion are also mothers and so what did that mean about me as a mom felt really relevant it felt oppressive in my abortion experience what did what did it mean about me as a wife as a daughter all the things so there were a lot of thoughts and feelings that kept me small in my abortion. But obviously, I'm here, and I didn't stay small. 
Although in some ways I still am staying small, playing small, um, not owning all my power. But the next question on the on the sheet is how how are you using your personal power and how, how are you dissolving it? And so recognizing all of these things, showing up and answering the question, even when it feels hard, is one of the ways that I use my power is I question things. I um, don't take everything at face value. I own my own growth. I own my own exploration and... um in the case of my abortion, like one of the biggest things that biggest ways I used my personal power was to own what I wanted. I didn't want to keep that pregnancy and I wanted to make it go away. And I did. And that's really scary for a lot of people to face. Um, it's scary to recognize that someone who can, love and appreciate people in life so much can also so clearly say no nope 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 I don't want this so owning what I wanted believing it was valid and enough and real and like worthy that was a huge part of how I've maintained my power Just to be able to say, I had an abortion because I didn't want another baby. Now, everyone else's story is different, right? Like, I had an abortion because I wanted to get out of that relationship. Um, I had an abortion because I wanted to end, you know, I wanted to end the the suffering that 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 pregnancy was in either my own health or the baby's health. It doesn't matter. The point is, like, for me, I wanted to not do it again (laughs) and so owning that was me taking back my power like the world saying what you want is selfish I lose my power what I want is selfish I am not in power owning what I want standing up for what I want believing it's enough that it was valid and worthy that is where I take back my power um Taking, um, taking the opportunity to like, I had, I had resources and I was able to access resources and think about this critically and expansively was one of the ways I used my power is I said like, okay, this happened. I am going to learn everything I can from it. I want to learn what I can from it. I don't think everybody has to. You, you can go through anything and just let it be and move on. But if you're here and you're listening, you're probably wanting to take something from your experience and turn it into something else. And so one of the ways I use my personal power is to take the opportunity of continuing to dive into this part of my life and learn from it and that's what you're doing by being here you listening is one of the ways that you're taking back your power you're saying like wait a second the narrative I've heard about abortion my whole life isn't working for me let me find something else let me digest something else let me figure out what I think about it um I also use my personal power to pay forward what I learn, right? I, I'm 
constantly learning and teaching, learning and teaching, learning and teaching. And that is a way that I use my power is to learn and teach, learn and teach, learn and teach. Part of my privilege is that I can learn. Part of my privilege is that I have access to resources and I have like a mind capacity to learn new things and try new things on and and like have the courage to change my life. Um and a place that I dissolve my personal power quite frequently. <laughs> is doubting myself. When I doubt myself, um, when I give other people's opinions more weight than my own, when I give other people's desires more weight than than my own, I am dissolving my power. And I by no way have perfected this human thing. Or maybe I have by way of imperfection. Um, But I doubt myself all the time. (laughs) That is a place when I find myself in doubt, um, it's me dissolving my own personal power, not owning what I want, not going after what I want, not believing in myself. Uh, The next question here was, what attention can you pay to your own liberation? Some things come up this week that I keep, I've shared with many of my clients, um, And I was going for a walk with my great nephew and just feeling such presence and joy. And the words came into my head really clearly, this is abundance. And I was walking on like a dirt road and I was feeling like my love for him and thinking like, this is abundance. And I was looking in the woods and thinking like, oh my gosh, so much abundance. And I was looking at the sky and the clean air and thinking... This is abundance. And I've been thinking and noticing it all week, like with my body and my family and the lights I get to turn on and the clean water that comes from my faucet. Like there's so much abundance in my life. And that is one of the ways I pay attention. And one of the ways I like access liberation and free myself is paying attention to, um, the ways that I already am free, the the liberation I already have, um, my ability to use the power of my mind. I use the power of my mind for my growth. Like that is something we all have access to. We all have what it takes to use the power of our mind to live powerfully. Um, that doesn't mean we all have the same capacity, but we all have the ability to use our mind in some way. And it doesn't matter. Our mind does not have to be typically developing. Like it it may be the depressed mind, the ADHD mind, the um, whatever it is, the autistic mind that is what the world needs. Like we all have the ability to dissect and be curious about what's happening in our minds and then use it as power use it for good um another way i pay attention to my own liberation is just to play and to have fun and to experience 
joy. And to remember, like, in that way, this is abundance, that I can access joy in so many ways. Like, there may be things that I feel trapped in or that I feel oppressed by, but I can still access joy in other ways. Um, I don't let any one thing take away um, my ability to access joy. And I know a lot of you are doing that with your abortions. You're punishing yourself um, with your own suffering, like thinking you don't deserve joy, that um, your burden to bear is to live a joyless life. And it is not, I promise you. Um, You, joy is available to you. It's in your control and your abortion has nothing to do with your um, deserving of joy. Um, what else? The last note I took here was from what to notice this week. And, and I said, take some time at the end of your days to reflect back on where you retained and where you gave away your power. Did you hold back on sharing an opinion or confidently add it to a conversation? Take responsibility for your emotion or blame someone else for your feelings. Um, I'm in the process of filling and selling my first ever post-abortion retreat. And oh my gosh, is it a roller coaster? Some days I'm like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever done and everyone wants it and I it like it's gonna sell out today <laughs> and other times I'm like I cannot figure out how to talk about this in a way that people want it nobody wants this this is a bad idea I should walk away and try something else um I am just in a constant roller coaster of like excitement and defeat (laughs) around this retreat it's taken on a few different forms that I didn't expect um it's the first time I'm doing something that I plan to do for a long long time so of course it has lots of feelings with it but I'm paying attention to that and I'm noticing that it's my thoughts about it that are making it what it is and that um I they're in my control my thoughts about this are in my control so I can think I suck at this no one wants it or I can think I'm still learning how to share this vision that I have um I think I talked about this a little little bit last week so and I'll probably talk about it next week because I'm still selling the retreat um but everything every thought in my head is an opportunity to learn something and that doesn't mean we always have to be learning and growing and changing um but if we want to be we can I I spend plenty of time like playing games on my phone or just scrolling TikTok or um baking (laughs) like I'm not always critically thinking about what's happening in my brain But when I choose to, it's a really fascinating place. And paying attention to the ways I am harnessing my personal power or dissolving my personal power in selling, in creating and selling this retreat is 
really, really fascinating. And um, I love that it helps me be in the tools that I teach. It keeps me in what I teach. Um, I was mentioning the peer coaching conversation that I had this morning. And um, I think the thing I want to share with you about that is that one of the big takeaways was accessing and using our privilege is a part of how we change the world. Uh, I can easily slip into some shame or guilt for the privilege I have. And that is just more bullshit, bullshit privilege thinking. (laughs) The fact that I can choose whether or not to use my privilege is very privileged. (laughs) And so um, this coach today asked me, I, I was talking to her about money privilege and feeling some shame around money I've invested in my own brain and in my own growth and like feeling the privilege of life coaching as a as a profession at all. And she asked me a really simple question. She said, did you feel any shame when you accessed your privilege to get an abortion? And I was like, no, I took that opportunity and I used it to change the fucking world (laughs) and she was like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's exactly where it can apply everywhere else so um we all get to decide how to use our personal power how to use our privilege how to critically think about our lives how to love what is, how to change when and where we want to change. Um, in some ways, I feel like this this ramble of mine is just that, a ramble, and it's not going to make sense to anybody. And in other ways, I'm like, uh-huh, this is humanity. <laughs> like, this is, this is the journey, is... Always be on a quest to understand. And just when you think you understand something, thinking about it in a new way, shifting your perspective, um, giving yourself permission to feel, understanding where your power lies, and um, continuing to show up and be persistent in accessing your best self in the world. So I hope that some of this was helpful to you. Uh, feel free to offer me feedback on what else you'd like to see in these companion episodes for now. I think me just sharing how I'm using the podcast guide, uh, is a useful way for you to reference how to use it yourself, but you will find amazing ways to use that podcast guide that I haven't even thought of. And you could create your own podcast guide for my episodes, like, Just because I think these are some good takeaway questions from the episode doesn't mean they are the best questions to take away from the episode. Um, There's a million things you could take away from the episode. So get out there, have fun, uh, take in all the things and make your own recipe with them. Create your own freedom.
Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.